Hey guys, welcome back to the Breaking Western Podcast. My name is Angela Meyer. I am here with my co-host, Abby Peters, and this week we have no guest. But you got us. You got us. We are <laughs> taking this as an opportunity to reflect on the half season that has been before us and talking to you guys a little bit about just uh, all of the guests that we've had on today and uh, just kind of spilling some tea on how we feel that they have got as successful as they have and continuing that inspiration for any of you out there that are listening and are wanting to pursue a brand of your own or a creative path of your own or maybe even just figuring out who the hell you are. We are hoping to be a catalyst in that journey. Abby, start us off. What are we, uh, what are we talking about today? We're just going to kind of interview each other, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry in advance for that, I guess. (laughs) Just kidding. We've had a month of really, really powerful guests and some really cool moments of just like taking a step back, turning inwards, humbling ourselves, and also being really inspired by their journeys and everything they have to offer us. So we really just wanted to take a moment to reflect with all of you um, who've been on this journey with us since week one or who are just joining in. So so really, when we look back on this, we notice that there's three things that everyone we've talked to has had in common. And the first thing is that they've all been, for the most part, self-taught. Yeah. Uh, two, incredibly authentic individuals who really value their sense of self and their own voice. Completely unique. Completely. And three, above all else, they've been incredibly humble. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because they've all had high levels of success. We're not just talking people that have dabbled in leatherworking or dabbled in purse making. These are people that are out there making their entire living off of a craft that they literally learned by themselves. Started via... from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> what? <laughs> via YouTube, via people that are just willing to help them, uh, mentors. But, like, they were not born with this innate knowledge or raised around any of the craft. All of the people that we've talked to have been um, just inspired to get into it. And in the words of, I believe it was Harley, they had no business owning a business. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been super cool because a really emergent theme has has been that all of them leaned on other people in the industry or within their craft for support and really relied on the knowledge of other people to lift them up and to, to help carry them to the level that they're at now. And they've all been so willing to do the same for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Well, and something that we really wanted to talk about on on here is kind of our perspectives as far as success goes and making a living in these really unconventional ways. Um, Obviously, people that are listening to this probably are not your typical nine to five office job people, or at least that's not what you're inspired by. Um, So we wanted to just kind of make a whole episode dedicated to that specific grind and hustle of the people that are out there doing their creative work and really their life's passion through that work. That's been something we've been talking a lot about recently. I think a lot of people we've come across are kind of sitting in this moment where things are tricky or things are feeling really unclear. And there's such a power 
and identifying those things that bring you to life, that bring you joy, that light you up, that really make you feel alive, and then pursuing them fully. I think a lot of times that's something that can feel selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, it can feel confusing, um, and and it really it can feel challenging. Um, but it's so important. Yeah. Well, another thing about that too is that it's not always glamorous. Like we get this idea of because it's Instagram, because it's Pinterest, because it's beautiful, because all of the people we've interviewed have absolutely beautiful work, but thinking about their actual lives, their craftsmanship, their process, their business, it's not always this glamorous lifestyle And I feel like for, from the outside looking in, some people might think that like, oh my God, like what a fun life. They just get to wake up and be in this picture perfect ideal of, you know, craftsmanship every single day of their life. So like, talk about that with your process. Like, how is it not (laughs) as glamorous as we might feel from the outside? (laughs) Well, it's so easy to see a finished product and then to see the caption that goes along with it or hear the story that's like, oh, these are all of the hard things that I had to do to get to this moment. But look at this nice thing I have now, mm-hmm. which is great because we've all been there because that road absolutely does lead to that finished thing. But at the same time, that middle part isn't always worthy of the gram. No. <laughs> it's not. No. It's not cute it's not fun it makes a great story at the end but when you're living in it like you're crawling through the trenches and it's and it's hard and it can hurt and it can be really difficult and I think as creatives um that becomes even more clear because it is so unconventional by so many standards Mm. that it can be really hard to explain that to people in the meantime and really show them what you're working for yeah because I feel like some people don't even feel that what you're doing is a legitimate job and when you look at the world it's not always one specific type of skill set that makes this entire world orbit around its access and (laughs) make for a happy and rounded like society and I think the moment that we're in right now is shown that like we're constantly looking at all of these workers that we maybe didn't consider as super important and suddenly we're leaving people as essential or non-essential well what does that even mean you know and so everything is kind of being turned on its head and I think we're all in this moment of really self-evaluating and I, I think the most powerful lesson that can be taken from that is that truly the greatest thing that you can contribute to this world is your passion the greatest thing you can do is to do the things that bring you joy and to light you up because by default, that will transfer to other people. That's seeing you happy, seeing you come alive will give that to other people and will be really inspirational. Just like what we're talking about right now with all these other guests that that we've spoken with over the last few weeks. I think their stories resonate with us so deeply and they're stories that we want to hear because they inspire us because they're people who are shamelessly and tirelessly pursuing their life's work. Yeah, I just think about, you know, I follow 
quite a few different leather workers, quite a few different bead workers, you know, the list goes on. But each one of them brings such a unique flavor, unique perspective, unique, um, I don't know, livelihood to their art, their designs, their characters, everything about what they're doing is so unique. And that's really what we focused on with these guests is, you know, you can really even tell when somebody tries to rip them off because you're like, this is so, like Kenzie, for example, this mm-hmm. is so Kenzie that like, no one else could do it and pass it off as their own because we're like, okay, we see you with your buffalo nickel conchos and your rattleskin beadwork. Like, we know this is our little Texas girl, Kenzie, double M beadwork. Like, we know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we see you. We're not cool with it. Um, but yeah, like it, it really takes all kinds of kinds and just know that anybody listening to this, it takes your unique perspective and everything that has gotten you to this point. And that's going to take you the rest of the way to where you're in a position where people are looking at you like, oh my God, I'm inspired. Oh my God, I'm, my life has changed. My, I feel like I resonate with somebody on this earth. I feel like I'm, you know, whatever they, they look at your art and they feel like they're at home. And I have to imagine that that's really what a lot of these people do it for. It's not selfishly like, oh my God, I made this art and it's so good. Like you do it to connect with people. And that, and that's true of anyone in any field that the second that you're doing your life's work, that you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose, that comes through. But I think it's especially true when we're talking about, you know, kind of this like conventional versus unconventional lifestyle because convention is safe right Mm. that's like what we feel comfortable with and it's kind of the box that we've been taught to stay inside of and so if you're one of those people who's felt called by something outside of that box people aren't always going to get why you want to do what you do you know or, or why you're even doing it but that's really their insecurity you know that's their safe space and that's not that's not up to us to let it weigh us down um yeah I think good art should ask questions good art it should make people uncomfortable yes it should provoke thought it should provoke change and even when we're looking at something like the western industry that seems all very cohesive same viewpoint same job same livelihood you still have so many colors within that lands- landscape that people are painting every single day and they're putting their own spin on and um yeah it just it really makes you think about that convention where even people raised within the same culture the same set of ideals are still going to bring their own thing to the table And not letting what other people are thinking weigh you down and put you in that box, but rather express your own um, personal view onto what you're doing and to really just do what you love with your one life that you get. Yeah, we've been talking about this a lot recently, but what it comes down to is people are going to have something to say about (laughs) you no matter what, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing. People will talk, so you might as well give them something interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. And honestly, like, if there was somebody so middle of the line, so boring, what are they going to talk about and remember? Like, the things that are out of the box are the things worth remembering, worth talking about. Art should provoke that thought. It should provoke a little bit of controversy, a little bit of spark life in people's lives. 
make yourself worth their while. Yes. Let's give them something to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, everyone. (laughs) I think that's our first season, like, halfway through point recap of just what we've been talking to people about, what we've taken from it. We'd love to know you guys' thought. Hit us up on the gram at Breaking Western uh, and on Twitter, too. At Breaking Western. The Breaking Western Podcast. That is us. You can Thanks also, for hanging out with us. Yeah, you can also find us personally at Abby from Iowa for Miss Abby Peters. Yes. And at Angela Meyer 23 for myself. You can see music and art and uh, spooky moon ceremonies Some and all kinds stuff of stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening. We have been just so floored by the amount of support and love that we've seen from starting this podcast to right now we've had incredible guests on and it's really just been a labor of love and quite the journey so thank you guys we will catch you next week if you have an idea for who we should bring on next who you'd love to hear a perspective from let us know in the dms over at breaking western podcast on instagram or twitter till next time we'll see you guys